Scuttered my brother was handing. Hey, fantasy, this session. We talking touchdowns, receptions, interceptions. They got a band to kicker, we need that correction. Talk them out, we flexing. How many of y'all you collect? We trying to get that winning record. Fantasy. What it yeah, is, hope it's what it should be. We always fuck it up. Yeah, He's been doing this in week six, then week five shit, and then now he just didn't do it at all. Or he just didn't repeat it. Anyway, what it is, hope it's what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy in Session, the podcast. Today is October the 20th. It's week seven. That's crazy as the fuck. Um, so wild, bro. Halfway through the season. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? It's about that time. You already know. You pretty much know in your head, like, where your team stands right now. <laughs> but wherever you listen to this at, make sure you subscribe, like uh, the channel, go over to YouTube, and we're trying to get it up to 200 followers. You know what I'm saying? Got a giveaway coming. Um, what y'all got going on? You know, same old, same old, bro. Just getting ready for the for the week ahead of us, man. Um, coming off a pretty good week. Um, I think I was, like, 577 across all of my leagues, so... Not great, but not bad. So I, I, I'll take it. Just getting ready for the week. Week. Uh, what were we in? Week seven now. Let's week get it. seven. How you living, Javar? Man, I'm living good over here. I don't want to get you know, glow too much, but you know, fantasy guy been blessing me. The team been rather healthy. So man, a lot of my teams are good, and in 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 the front end of making the playoffs right now. So you know, it's a good year for me so far. So I'm hoping the rest of four more weeks I can just get some health. And being there, yeah, yeah, you know, four more weeks. If I win three out of four that those games, I'm basically in. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. We got eight more weeks. So, uh, how many wins do you say now? What, what, if you want eight games, you basically in? Yeah, yeah, eight is probably a lot. Yeah, it is probably a lot. So, Um, you know, yeah, I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah, bro. I remember Shut in uh, redraft and redraft, you, you thought your team was kind of sorry too in redraft, bro. Right, and, man. Four two and shit. Right. Dave, Brown, Dave thought his team was good in that league too, and he's too. We coming back. We coming back. Hey, 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 hey look. It feels good when you be like, yeah. oh snap. When, you know how you forget. You know how you forget. You looking at your team like, oh my team look decent. Then you go yeah. to the bottom and IR. You like, oh Calvin Ridley down there. I forgot I got oh, Calvin shit. So, you know, I yeah, did that Derek, without Derrick Henry been coming through for your boy Gabe lately, finally. For sure. That dude's hey. a freaking man-child, bro. Jesus hey, when Christ. him, Keenan Allen, and um, Justin Herbert all go off at the same week, it's really crazy. Um, you know what I'm saying? I got I got to put Case Case Keenum in the week, in this week. You know what I'm saying? I got hit by the bipocalypse. Of course, it's week seven. I don't know. Shout out to everybody same, out there that got same. hit by the bipocalypse. Uh, what what kind of ugly starts you got going? What, who, who, what's your ugliest start this week? Imagine being in a super flex league and mm-hmm. having Justin Herbert and Dak Prescott out. Like oh, it's man. gross, bro. Oh, man. I picked up Case Keenum in that league too, so I got to at least I have one quarterback there. But it's gonna be another week of playing a, a, a skill player in the super flex, which is always kind of gross. Uh, last week in the in uh the tournament session takeover. I don't have another quarterback. James was out, signing up, started Khalil Herbert. He put up quarterback type number, so that was cool. Yeah. And this week uh, in the league, I don't have uh, Josh Allen or uh, the rookie out there in Jacksonville. Trevor so now I got to start golf and Geno Smith. I might start a position player with Geno, though. <laughs> yeah, he looked kind of – it was kind of rough out there. He looked kind of ass. Um, shout out to the session takeover, you know what I'm saying? I'm still number one by one point. Shout out to me. Um, nice, the playoffs. Nice, nice. The playoffs do start earlier than regular uh, season playoffs. I think it starts week twelve, if I'm not mistaken. That's the last week. So of course, it's the top two teams in every league. So whatever league you in, if you are the top two, um, like in the division or whatever you want to call it, um, you automatically get to the playoffs. The top two teams. And so let's say it's a north and a south. So it's four teams on the north, four teams on the south. We'll put it out on the website for y'all. Um, the top two teams out of, of both sides get automatic buys. Mm. And then we got uh, for the rest is points four. So the next, what is it? I want to say eight. Yeah, eight points four on each side. So the north and the south um, get in. 
So if you're automatically in with your record, then it skips over you and it goes to the next person point scored. Um, so it's 32 people in the playoffs total, and then it goes down from there. Gotcha. So we didn't adjust it from last year. Because remember last year when they had like 64 people, I want to say that was it. Adjusted. Yeah, it's adjusted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's still the same amount of people in the playoffs. No, it was like 20, 20, cause it was six on each side. So six plus it was twenty-four on uh last year. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. That's I mean, cool. we could we could pop it up on nah, I mean it's it is what it is. Gotta, hey, hey, let's go. I'm in that thing, man. Do, do work, son. Yeah, yeah, sure. thing, Thirty-six out of ninety out of ninety-six teams. So that's a third, a third yeah, of the team. Yeah. I think that's good. I think a third of the teams is good. Hey, I'm in that thing, but hey, it's funny. Last year, none of us in that thing, but Tonio. Now this uh, year, we, we, we made, I made the playoffs. I just ain't made the damn. Oh my bad, my bad. I, I think Excuse I made the playoffs. Got past the first round, and then I lost after that. Um, if you are, and if you haven't been a part of, part of the session takeover, make sure you uh, be on the lookout for the next session takeover. Section takeover four promise to be is it four? No, three promise to be bigger and better, man. We already in light years ahead, man. Twenty twenty vision. I God see it through y'all. Uh, speaking of the session takeover, let's give a, a special moment of silence, a second moment of silence out to all the back queens and queens out there that's lost their lives. And we back, and we back. All right, man, here we go. Week seven, man, the, what the people been here for. It's been a lot of crazy shit out there. Just before we get started, bro, y'all, how do y'all feel about the Deshaun Watson possibly getting traded to cool news? Wow. Well, I've heard, I heard, like, of course, I heard the Deshaun Watson uh, news, but then I also heard something else saying that it's possible that um, it's a three-team trade mm-hmm. and that Tua will go to Washington. So that was really interesting. I guess Houston is just like, no, nah, you know what? We don't even need no quarterback. Just uh, give us all these picks, and we'll just start the actual rebuild. So that'll be. I mean, I, I can see that working, bro. So I don't know how it will play out with Watson. Like, would he like, try to pull some funny shit and say like, oh, he's about to play now. Let's put him on the exempt list, or mm-hmm. you know, do a little six game suspension like they did Zeke back back when he was going through them legal issues and stuff. So. Still got to wait and see, but if you have him, uh, Deshaun Watson, the dynasty, I feel like this is, you know, any news is, you know, good news right now just because you know, like, you want to know what's going on with your players. So I, I also saw um, somebody say that Tua could possibly get his job taken by Ryan Fitzpatrick in two different places. Again, <laughs> yo, that would be <laughs> the funniest shit ever, bro. That would be insane, bro, if that happens. But, yeah. I don't great. think it's coming. He oh out. man, please. Um, what do you mean? He played like a quarter. We don't know how Fitzpatrick looking. I'll tell my, tell my, tell my, tell my tour. He looked out. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, he did. He was throwing the ball, but he did lose yeah, to Jacksonville did. Jaguars. Yeah. That was insane. That like, was Jacksonville, gross. Jacksonville, and London is a different team, though, bro. Like they play differently in London. I don't know what. That's their home bro. team. That's their home crowd. Trevor Lawrence been a different. I got him. I got him in uh, Dynasty. So Trevor Lawrence been a different type quarterback the last three games as well. So he's been coming around and not throwing the ball over as much. So yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Y'all ready to get into it? Y'all got anything else? Y'all ready for this? Well, this is the big bipocalypse week. So um, just for everybody that doesn't know, if you've been living under a rock, the Bills, Cowboys, Jaguars, Vikings, Steelers, and Chargers will not be playing this week. They're on bye. So don't start those guys. (laughs) Don't start those guys if you're thinking about it. So So for sure. So if you do have gross lineups, it is okay. You're not alone. You like it's been it's been alone. like this in years past where it's been a lot of buys, bro. But I can't remember it, it being like this to where it was like what Bills, Cowboys, Vikings, Steelers, Chargers all have multiple fantasy relevant players, bro. So yeah. let's go ahead and start because Gabe's talk singing over me while I was talking. <laughs> I was giving you background music, bro. <laughs> what shirt you got on? Your shirt, bro. What the fuck, bro? Yo, yo, Gabe, bro, you is a bro. You a fool, bro. What happened? Shirt of the year, bro. Shirt of the year, bro. Oh, y'all just not seeing it. I was wondering what y'all gonna say. So, the shirt, bro. What the fuck, bro? Oh hell, nah, bro. (laughs) Hey, where you get that wrong? (laughs) Official gift site. (laughs) 
You're stupid, bro. This like game here is a fool. Hey right, man, let's get into what we here for, man. Oh man, that's hilarious. That's hilarious, bro. Oh, to <laughs> Week seven NFL Thursday night football. Denver at the three and a half point favorite Cleveland Browns over under 42 and a half points. Uh, we got Teddy Bridgewater. A little news came out that he might be uh suffering from an ankle injury. I want to I want to say it was I just like calf or oh, ankle, okay. Something one of his legs, one of them things. Yeah. Uh after a couple bad weeks, I mean he's been uh he's been playing QB one uh play. Uh, over the last two weeks, QB 10 uh, with two 20-plus point, point games. Of course, the garbage time last week helped him out. Uh, this week he does get the top five graded Browns defense, but, of course, with no um, Baker Mayfield, no Nick Chubb, nobody, no Kareem, nobody, no, nobody, nobody possibly no OBJ. Like, um, he could have to throw the ball a lot, you know what I mean? Because they're going to try uh-huh. to slow the clock down. Um, all Teddy uh QB one weeks he's thrown at least 30 times. Uh, that would be key in this game. Uh, the Browns are stingy on the ground, so he will be forced to put the ball in the air. So, I'm thinking you can go ahead and roll him out there, you know what I mean? Especially in this bipocalypse week. Um, I don't usually like starting Thursday night quarterbacks, but you know, what I'm saying we got to do what we got to do. It's all right, I got a lot of my takes on life, man. He's a sit, but it's so ugly right now. So you're gonna be starting. So I think. you got to, you got to. What else he gonna do? Um, Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams, uh, still a 55 45 split with Javante Williams and uh, Melvin Gordon. Uh, he hasn't, Melvin Gordon hasn't seen more than 10 carries, not in the last three weeks, and he isn't producing in the passing game, averaging only three targets a game. Um, like I mentioned, the Browns are stingy on the ground, the third fewest fantasy points given up to the running back position. So I don't like either of them. I know we've been waiting on Javonta Williams to break out, but his role hasn't expanded since the beginning of the year. He's actually seeing less snaps and only three targets a game. So he's not a good start for me this week. Uh, Corlin Sutton, bona fide number one. You go ahead and roll him out there. Um, the Browns are allowing the fifth most fantasy points to the wide receiver position. Uh, oh. to, huh? I just said, okay. Your boy Tim Patrick uh, finally saw the end zone last week after uh, those week one and week two end zone um, weeks. Still only seeing around six targets a game. He caught three of them last week, 42 yards. Uh, I don't know. Five out of six games, he scored double-digit points. So if you just need that stability in your lineup, bro, can't go wrong with yeah, His I like sucks. Hold your nose and put him in your lineup, bro. If you, need, if you need a guaranteed 11 points, bro, because that's pretty much what he's like. It's that right? Thursday night scare factor for me, bro. That's why I, I just I don't like that. I don't like that Thursday night. So would you start would you start uh Tim Patrick or Marvin Jones? I might oh, start Marvin Jones. I might start. <laughs> well, I because he's on by. You ain't got no yeah, other yeah, options, bro. Right, I guess right, start right, Tim Patrick right, if he needs right. some stability, bro. Yeah, I, I, I like Tim Patrick as a wide receiver three. I, I like Tim yeah, Patrick. He's like literally the yeah, yeah. pitcher yeah. perfect wide receiver three. Right, right. right now, to Judy come back, he, he's good to be starting almost every week. Yeah. Uh, Noah Fett tied for third um, on the t- – um, in targets, uh, two double-digit target weeks um, in the last three weeks. Um, has had his biggest week last week, nine catches, 97 yards, and a touchdown. The Browns are allowing the 10th fewest fantasy points to the tight end position, but volume is key, so we already know that. Um, yep. On to the other side of the field, we got Baker Mayfield, who is going to be out. I don't know how y'all feel about Case Keenum, but he's in my lineup, so shout-out to me. Um, good luck playing super flex league. It's anybody listening, you know, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is what I really wanted to get to though Demetric Felton and the Ernest Johnson. I knew I was gonna fuck that up. Um, without um Chubb and Hunt playing, they expected to get most of the roles. Uh, Demetric is a rookie, he's predominantly using the passing role. Uh, the Ernest, uh, we've seen him step up. Uh, in the position where he had to play a lot of snaps last year. He disappointed in three weeks. He had one good week and then two bad weeks. And if y'all remember, he had a, a negative point out. And, um, 
Denver is allowing the six fewest fantasy points a game to the running back position. I was still clear of this, especially on the Thursday night matchup. I know a lot of people went out and spent a lot of fab on them. I heard Jabbar and Dewey's talking about him on the episode, and I put, hey, man, don't do it. I wouldn't do it. Uh, we've seen them disappoint, and uh, the Denver Broncos just aren't a good rushing defense uh, to run on anyway. Um, that, I was just at the time, Baker, I still thought Baker could be there, be able to move him, but Oh, yes. You're in a pinch, man. Yeah. But what's his floor, though, bro? His, if he's going to get all the touches out there, I feel like his floor is can't be no lower. He's not going to get he's not going to get all the points. touches, though. But I don't think gonna gonna, who's going who's gonna to get more? Who's going to get touches? He's going to get, get majority. He's going to get like one or two carries. He's going to get this majority. year, bro. He's a receiver, bro. He's playing like no snaps out of the backfield, bro. Like, I don't know he's gonna be, he is going to be you more this game. But I don't I think. Uh, Ernest Dearness Johnson is going to get the bulk of these carries, bro. And it matches I, mean, I just said we've seen oh, this under, but the volume is, I think he's going to get it. I'm just we've seen this score in a role where, uh, who was out last week, last year, Nick Chubb. So mm-hmm. playing the Nick Chubb role, we've yeah, seen his floor be negative, negative. But also, we also saw Alexander two, Madison two. have the whole backfield one time and he stunk it up. But then that don't, but he did it twice. Stop me from, that's not going to stop me from playing. I know he, he did, but you got to think everybody's on bye this week and you have a starting running back that you're capable of, I'm not, of you know, of playing. I'm, I'm, like, I'm only worried about – I can't uh, get, I can't suggest nobody sit them if they – Right. They, I'm only worried about games. I don't mind it's okay, a flex yeah. play, but I won't go too hard. I'm only worried about games. Yeah. It may get ugly. He may not get a lot of opportunities to rush mm-hmm. the ball. That's mm-hmm. something I worry about, but yeah. It's a one and a half point. Of, uh, they they did move the line to it's a one and a half point. Uh, Cleveland Brown favorite. So how many? What's the over under? Still 42? 41. 41. 41, Yeah. So it's gonna be like that grinding, grinding out slow game. Like it ain't gonna be no high flying passing and shit. But I mean, I I, I like the I like the volume that I think he's gonna see. So I think I'm not excited about starting them, but I like the volume. I just one one my last point that we can get off this. If the Denver Broncos are a great defense, which they are, and they know that the Browns don't have Baker one, so there's no really, you know what I'm saying, threat of the ball being thrown. It wasn't already one with Baker in the backfield already just to keep it 100. If no OBJ played because he's questionable, um, and it's just fucking Case Keenum and Donovan Jones, people, they're going to stack the box, and they're going to make Case Keenum beat him. That's what I, I don't think that's have. a. I don't think that'll be a huge problem for Keenum. He's a vet. He's been in his league. No, no, no. Not Keenum. Not Keenum. I'm more so speaking for the running backs. I'm talking about it's gonna be a bad. I, I think if they're forcing the pass, I think Keenum will make them pay for that shit. He's not no superstar, but he's he's competent enough to make you pay if you want to stack the box against DeAndre Johnson, my guy. And then Cle- Cleveland has a good defense as well, and you know Broncos' offense is not the best, so it could be a game, and they hang in there. I'm not so expecting them to just like. The world on fire tomorrow, bro. But I just think he, I don't think he's gonna sink it just off the volume that he's gonna get. Ooh. All right, so we got a question right here from uh shout out to Joffrey players. Make sure you like and subscribe, Playboy. Um, should I start Dearness Johnson or McKissick? This hard right here, bro. That's I'm, a good one. I, I'm leaning. I just like McKissick's ceiling is much mm. higher if Gibson missing time. And it's been what the two the third. Week in a row, Gibson has went on the sideline for some time because of the shin, and now it's really bothering him. I, and the kids against like, the goal line running back too, and I think you'll have um, they're gonna have more scoring opportunities. Right. You just yeah. if listening tomorrow, if, if uh, uh, my boy Antonio Gibson not practicing tomorrow, then I'll probably hang McKissick in there because it's a possibility he don't get much playing time. But yeah, you gotta you gotta make a decision by Thursday. That's Lowe's like, what you say, Lowe's what you say. Never on Thursday. Dearness. No, no, Dearness. no. You're supposed to say never on Thursday. I mean, I'm not in doubt though, bro. He's gonna get the volume, bro. I mean, there's nobody else back there that's gonna take touches away from him like that. And pick AJ Brown and Shepard. Uh this uh Shepard Shepard Sutton. Um I Shepard Sutton. Say, if Julio is out. AJ. Tampa playing the Bears. Yeah. Oh, not as oh, AJ Brown. Not AJ. You got to sit one. You got to sit one. Yeah, sit, sit Godwin. If yeah, I would sit Godwin. Yeah, I I'll think I want Sutton in that. Bro. Nah. I would sit Shepard. Kadarius Tony out. 
It is, Tony. They gonna throw him by. He's getting like, um, yeah, I like. Yeah, I, right. I, I think he should get more volume, but safe. I, just, the, I don't think I can start. I don't think I can. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. I would start him over AJ Brown. Uh, that's what I would say. I would, one I would second, say I just got to see how many targets AJ Brown got last week, and I will tell you if Nine. I'm starting. Nine. Nine. I'm starting AJ Brown over uh Godwin. For so me, Godwin. I'm sitting Godwin. Uh, ETH Bar Eleven. Make sure you like and subscribe, homie. I'm getting rid. I'm getting Ridley giving up. AB for PPR. Would you take that? I'm getting rid of Brown. Up. Uh, yes, I would. Yeah, I would take I, that. I, I know I feel ugly right now, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, Antonio can't he can't sustain it every game. He's not gonna be the number one. Target. I don't know. He I don't know. He getting double digits every game. It's hard, and it's from Brady, bro. That's, that's he's a looking like right a number one wide receiver out there. On this snap, like it's crazy that he's out there playing half the snaps of Godwin and Evans. He's li- literally the third receiver on that team. But mm-hmm. when he's out there, it's the same as last year. He's he's targeting him. He's giving him targets. Like he's leading in targets per route run, but it's just he's running half the routes of Evans. So it's it's just he's he can't be that consistent. He, he'll be an outlier if he stays that consistent all year if, if he continues to run half the snap snaps as uh half the routes as the other two receivers. So uh, for that I would go really. No Browns tight ends. Um of course we talked about Njoku being in the trap week uh after that big monster week he came out and had like two targets. So let's just see everybody else. On to the yep. next game. We got Cincinnati at the uh Baltimore Ravens. Uh, what you looking like? I think Lamar Jackson is gonna have another MVP here. That's what I think is predicting. That's my bold yeah. prediction. He is a monster, and he's for them to have week. all them injuries Jesus. that they've had, bro. And the what injuries not playing that good, bro. Like he literally <laughs> putting the team on his back, bro. Like <laughs> the, look, look, the, one, the one didn't get injured. Hey, you talking about? Yeah, who got injured? Yeah. What? I'm saying yeah. we all we all know that the Ravens want to run the ball, bro. The right, they're, 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 they're coming hey, back bro, in games, bro. Like, hey, look, they got three running backs put the fantasy in session plus Dewey's in the backfield plus Tonio, you know, at fullback or something crazy. And Lamar Jackson, bro, we in there. They'd be one less back, bro, because that first hit, bro, I'd be dead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no way, boy. These motherfuckers, <laughs> hell nah, bro. <laughs> Magic, bro. Hell nah. Don't put me. Back oh my there. god, man, that's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, man, how you feel about uh, Baltimore? Uh, six point favorites. What's the over under? Forty seven point over under uh, against Cincinnati Bengals. This should be a pretty good game. Yeah, man. Like you said, you, you start Lamar Jackson, number six quarterback. Start him every week between Mary Bell, Freeman, and uh, Williams. With all these guys on the um, active roster, I will sit everyone if I can. When Murray went out, Freeman Bell split most of the carries. Even with Murray is healthy, these guys could all split touches. If you're in a tough spot, I can understand starting Murray or Freeman in the flex. But um, Murray not going. Murray not playing this week. I don't think. Oh uh, well. It well if you're in a pinch, uh, I will start Freeman up as he's Freeman. Well, they brought up Bell, so I don't know how Ty Williams and Freeman gonna work out. I mean, Ty Williams and Bell don't work out. But I feel I will just stay away. It's but when it pinch, it's a lot of it's a lot of buys and some people are hurt. So I wouldn't mind starting Freeman in the flex. Um, both was getting both of the carries and the goal line touches. Both would be TD dependent against the Ravens, allowing 15th uh, most points to running backs in PPR leagues. So in uh, Freeman in the flex, if um, Murray is out. Uh, uh, I want to say Tyler Wise, you should be starting Ty Williams over Bell, but who knows what they do? Bell might get more touches than Ty Williams, but I'll just stay away from those two for now. Yeah, I think I think uh, Freeman is the guy you will want to start if you wanted to play somebody from his backfield, but I'm not excited at all about it. So say that what you will. Uh, we got uh, Marquise Brown. My uh, Marquise Brown is having a breakout season, and uh, he's a start each week. He had five TDs through six games. Walking is, is battling a hamstring injury, and if he plays, he worked the flex in the start. With all these buys, he'll give you at least around eight points. He has seen seven targets for at least 40 yards per game this year. Bateman is a wait and see, but it's good 
Um, to see that he played 65% of the snaps his first week playing and caught four of his six passes, but for only 29 yards. So that's encouraging to see. He's been targeted when on the field. Uh, let's see how it, it goes from here on out. And of course, you start Mark Andrews uh, after a, a, a horrible, oh, I'm gonna say a horrible year last year. About the down year last year, Mark Andrews is starting to show up and show why. He was looking pretty gross this year for him too. Yeah, then Lamar just turned up on him, folk. Flipping around, you got Joe Burrow, who has thrown at least two TDs for 270 yards in the last three games. But this week he faced a Ravens defense that's allowing teams to only score around 20 points per game. The Ravens have had teams to seven points or fewer in the last three games. In two quarterback leagues, he's good to go. But temporary expectation is one quarterback leagues. You could find a better matchup, and he's more like a French starter. Joe Mixon, when healthy, he has seen at least 18 touches this year. With P. Ryan out last week, he's seen a season-high six targets and caught five of those for 59 yards and a TD. P. Ryan could be out, and the Ravens are giving up the 13 most points to running backs. Mixon is a back-end running back one this week. Start him. On to the wide receivers. Jamar Chase is a stud, and Burrow loves throwing to him. His floor has been 13 points in PBR leagues all year. He's a start against a tough defense. Better days are coming for Higgins, but probably not this week. The Ravens are allowing the 29th most points to wide receivers in PPR league. Higgins is a French start back in wide receiver three. Or he has he 29th most points. 29th most, so 29th least. So whatever. Fourth, so four fewest. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, but he tried to say that shit like he was right and I was wrong. I said the 29th most. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is right. You could say that. It's just, you know, it's all right. It's 32. You said allowing. They're allowing the 29th most. Yeah. So that's, that's uh, yeah. if you're allowing the 29th most points, that means you're allowing mm-hmm. out of how many ever point people? If it's 32 teams, you're allowing the fourth most points. No, you're allowing the four fewest points or the right. 29th most points. Man, let me talk how I want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Good. Too much, right. too much, too much Trump in your life, bro. Right. <laughs> your brain. Get yourself together, my boy. Get yourself together. All right, Boyd is going through a rough time right now. He has seen eight targets in the last two games and catching five of them for only thirty-one yards. Boyd is a sit, uh, especially this week, and it's a further notice. CJ Uzma is ten TD dependent and should stay on your bench. Five targets in the last two games for a total of thirty-one yards. That's what I got for those games. You got something? I just want to add that uh, Mixon was very, very involved in the passing game again. So we, of course, we need to see it happen more than one game. Like he, he had, he was targeted mm-hmm. like five times in week one, and then he went on a slump where he was only seeing like two at the most. And then last week he saw six targets. So um, just something to monitor going forward because if that usage continues, that might be a buying opportunity of you know maybe the mixing owners still sleep you know at the wheel. They don't they don't realize that they might have a, a legit top like eight running back at that you know usage mm-hmm. of the passing game. Wait, man, I need that mixing trade. Chris God, trade Chris Godwin, Le'Veon Bell, and Nick Chubb for Alvin Kamara, Devin Felton, and Travis uh, Terry McLaurin. This is pretty gross. Um, yeah. I think I yeah. would do that be- I like the other for side. the fact that, uh, I mean, Terry McLaurin and Godwin's almost a wash. I think I would prefer McLaurin, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara is playing right now. Nick Chubb is injured. So if you need a win this week, definitely. And then Alvin Kamara, and especially if you're in the PPR league, I want Alvin yeah. Kamara over Nick Chubb. And too. on top of that, Alvin Kamara has already went through his bus. So he's going to exactly. be playing all exactly. year versus everybody else on this list. And if any time I can get Le'Veon Bell off my team for free, I'm always trying to do that. Good point. Do it. It looks good to me, though. Real talk. Appreciate you. Uh, Shout out to TS. I don't know if you've already been here before. If you haven't, make sure you like and subscribe. We're on the way to 200. Uh, Do you think Goddard is playing Sunday? Yes. Uh, Is is Felt worth a pickup since I lost Hunt. Uh, of course, all running backs is a pickup, I think so, but um, as far as if you want to start him this week, we just had a whole argument about it. It just depends on who else is on your team. Now, we was arguing and, about Dearness. Felton is the receiver oh, slash running back. Um, I don't know. If, I don't like both. Any of them. It depends on your other option. It depends on your other option, man. Like, you might be forced to start him, but 
Yeah, I, I, I definitely want to start Johnson over Felton, but mm. it just depends on your other options with Felton. I mean, if he's the passing back, he may have a role in to pick up Hunt Rose. So mm-hmm. I, I can see yeah. it, but it's according to who you you dropping. They'll be dropping a big name person for him. But yeah, yeah. I would drop the b- bottom of my bench for him. Uh, Washington football team at the nine and a half point favorite Green Bay Packers with a 48 and a half point favorite. Um, Tua could be the quarterback. <laughs> Not this week. <laughs> uh, but how you feel about uh, Aaron Rodgers going up against that defense? So Aaron Rodgers, of course, you're starting him. And honestly, bro, it's this is literally the most narrow team for start sits. Um, mm-hmm. You're starting Rodgers, Aaron Jones, uh, Devontae Adams. Oh, um, it, de- it did seem like uh, A.J. Dillon was picking up some steam. He was being worked in more, but it's still it's still not enough for me to uh, want to start him. So I would just stash him, and he, he's probably one of the, the most valuable handcuffs. And that's a theme this year. Like, I don't know if y'all noticed, but it seems like a lot of running backs are going down. They're not, not to season in injuries, down, but they've been down, picked up baby. to where they're missing games. So you want to have these, these handcuff running backs, bro. So. <laughs> this is background music. <laughs> so, you know, turn the background music off. Uh, but yeah, that's it for the Green Bay game or Green Bay side on the Washington side. My starts, J.D. McKissick. I do like him as a flex this week, even if Gibson plays. He's coming off a 10-target game and caught eight of them for 65 yards. So now he's posted two top 15 weeks and a top seven weeks and a top seven week in his sixth game. Mm-hmm. Um, eighth among running backs and targets, 15 yards per receptions among all running backs with at least 10 targets. And with them coming in as heavy underdogs, uh, I think he should be busy this Sunday. So if uh, Gibson can't, and of course, if Gibson can't go, McKissick should get a slight bump in his uh, rushes between the tackles, uh, along with Jared Patterson. So, uh, and also Jared Patterson needs to be stashing a team because it's not looking like Gibson's going to play. He missed practice today. So just got to pay attention to that. So I think it'll be a mix between those. And you still want homeboy over over McKissick? Did you say? Yeah, I mean, it's not, nah, it's not it ain't a sure thing, but I just like them. I'm always going to go with volume over over that. But over, like you just running back. I forgot um, the tight end out, but uh, the new tight end, uh, Seal Johnson. He's been okay, though. He's been getting mm-hmm. targeted anyway, but also Curtis Samuels is out. So McKissick been playing. Yeah, he's going to be involved. He's yeah. definitely going to be involved, yeah. Uh, ass cheeks. Yeah, bro. He just can't stay on the field, bro. Um, another start is transition to tight ends. Ricky Seals Jones, 15 targets, nine uh 15 targets, nine catches for 99 yards and a touchdowns in a two-week uh since he's taken over for Logan Thomas. Finished 14th and sixth in those week. Um, he's tied for second with McKissick and behind Terry McLaurin in targets over those weeks and the matchup isn't great with uh, Green Bay allowing the 13th fewest points, but I mean it's he's getting the volume, so and it's not too many other options at tight end. So if you picked him up, I think he's probably most probably your best tight end. So I, I'm I'm comfortable with him due to the volume he's going to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for sits, Taylor Heineke, I'm going to go ahead and sit him this week. Ran hot for a good stretch, finishing 13th, 9th, and fifth in weeks two to four. But has cooled off during the last uh, two weeks where he's finished 25th in each week. Last week set up perfectly, too, for him. Uh, we knew that he would need to throw to keep up with the Chiefs. They were allowing the second most points to quarterbacks. And he, he threw a lot, but he only came away with 182 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. And he didn't attempt the rush. And that was, you know, something that we wanted from Heineke because we knew he wanted just like a great quarterback. But he was providing that rushing floor. So if he's going to perform like this and not rush the ball, I don't, I don't like it. And then you add that, add to the fact that Green Bay is allowing the fifth fewest points to opposing quarterbacks. So he showed us what his four was and tough defense. I'm going to sit him even in super flex if I, if I can. It's terrible. It's terrible. And then uh, last French player I got, if he is active, Antonio Gibson. Tempering expectations if he does go, uh, just due to the uh, potential game script of the uh, matchup this week. They're nine and a half point underdogs, and we've seen him get scripted out of a game multiple times this year. He's not used in the passing game, averaging just under three targets a game, which is 29th among running backs. So Green Bay isn't a tough matchup against uh, running backs, but they're not a 
cake matchup either. They're allowing they're about middle of the road, okay. allowing 18th. So uh, it'll be hard to send him if he plays. You have to start him. I feel like, but I'm just not expecting much with the injury and just the possible fact that he gets scripted out of the game. So okay, okay, okay. And as it, yeah, I don't like it either. Um, Shout out! I to don't me. need Felton this week, but I need a running back for Week Nine. Oh, for sure, I would pick him up then. Well, but I don't know like, Nick Chubb would be back by then. Yeah, well, we no, he said Felton. He said Felton. Yeah, like I mentioned before, Felton, that's the pass catching back. Right, you know like that. I mentioned before, you can lose one week. You're not. You're not gonna make. You're not gonna go undefeated anyway. You can make the playoffs by losing one Speaking week. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's according to who you dropping, bro. Um, on to the next game. We got the Falcons, a two and a half point favorite. At Miami, uh, with an over under of 47 and a half points. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we get up out of there before Deshaun Watson get in town. Uh, Matt Ryan now back to back 20 point uh weeks, but uh, before the bye week, uh, no interceptions. Also, in the last three weeks, eight touchdowns. Um, since the week two loss to Tampa Bay, now coming off the bye week, uh, he gets the Miami Dolphins, who getting up to seventh most fantasy qu- points to the quarterback position. Um, and they were out uh, two, two, both of their starting cornerbacks were out last week. Uh, so keep your eye on the injury report for that. So if they're out again this week, uh, we already seen Trevor Lawrence tear them up. So I think Matt Ryan is going to go crazy. And they had training camp with them in the offseason. So Matt Ryan already got the beats on them. They're just a little, they're just a little background information right there. Stream, uh, he's like up for streamer of the week this, this week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cordell Patterson, or CP, as we like to call him here in the A, you know what I mean, played 60% of the snaps last week. That's the most he's played all year. Uh, he had – oh, not last week, but, you know what I'm saying, before the bye, the last yeah, time he played. Yeah. Uh, he had one more carry to Mike Davis, 14 to 13. He was the second in the targets on the team, but Calvin really was out. Uh, this is three weeks in a row that he's had uh, at least 100 all-purpose yards. I think we can feel comfortable st- uh, starting him. I know a lot of people still holding their breath on him. But I think with the uptick in those snaps, and we've just seen Mike Davis doesn't look good, bro. I mean, compared – I mean, he, looks, he, looks, he, looks, he looks, he does look real meh. Right. I do, I do like him this week, though. He, yeah, it's just, you know – He's cool. Peterson, he just looks cool. Peterson just looking good out there, man. You know, he'll get that two, three yards for Peterson getting five, and six, you can eight. start him in wide receiver and running yeah. back position. I don't know why yeah, people don't want much. him to succeed so bad. Uh, I think I think you could feel safe starting him now, though, man. Like, it's like last mm-hmm. the week where they played. When he got the 60%. Like, I feel like that was the yeah. test. That was the test right there because mm-hmm. he had that big blow-up game, and a lot of people were kind of scared to play him after that because, you, you know, a lot of times the player – which is kind of stinking up after going going off like that. And he, I think he he performed very well. So a double digit had points, with no week, touchdowns. Had a bye week to really get him more mm-hmm. situated into the game plan. Yeah, I like. I think he's he's every week starting now. Of course, he's starting Calvin really. But one thing I did want to mention was Russell Gage coming back. I want to see how that affects um, uh, CP. I want to see if those targets that are all going to uh, CP are some of those going to go to Russell Gage or like how the offense is going to look. Of course, with Cal Pitts coming on last week, uh, 19 targets now in the last two weeks. He's a monster. He saw his first uh, end zone game. Um, with, Ra- with really being out, he showed he's capable of being the number one target on the offense. So I feel comfortable starting him all next year. Tua, who I thought was going to be a good streamer, I want to see like how I don't know now because they're talking about trading him in the middle of the week. So I don't know how he feels about that because I think I would feel like They've been upset. talking about this. But uh, they talking about this shit can happen this week now. Like yeah. this, shit, yeah. this shit is imminent. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting, definitely. Yeah. So, do you feel comfortable starting him against the Falcons? I mean, I if thought... he's playing, if he's playing, yeah, yeah I think. I mean, yeah, he's still been going through the game plan. And Falcons, the Falcons are still allowing. Uh, still pretty good. Yes, yeah, or the middle of the road. But he looked yeah, good last weekend. Yeah, he looked good last week. So, I would feel comfortable starting him. Um, I Thank do you. think. I'll, I'll wait until you give your the rest of your breakdown. Yeah, they're giving up 11 touchdowns to the, uh, and only one interception all year. So start any quarterback against them. It's, it won't be like a, a big, big game if your quarterback don't throw a lot, but it just depends on what you want to do against the Falcons pretty much. You know what I mean? That's the type of time we on. Uh, Miles Gaskins is ass cheeks after the 10-target game. 
Uh, he came out there. He did see six targets last week, but he only caught like two of them. He has seven touches all game. Yeah, uh, a lot of them missed them not incompletions weren't his that was fault, bro. Like, yeah. bro, I swear he was like throwing mm. it behind him and shit, bro. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? And that's why they getting his ass up out of there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh they the Falcons haven't allowed a hundred yard rusher all year, but they are allowing at least one touchdown to the running back position in the game. They are middle of the pack in with 15 points fantasy points allowed to the running backs uh this year. Uh, they are being attacked through the air. So if that's what you what you want to do against the Falcons. They allow at least seven targets a game and the eighth most receiving yards to the running back position in the NFL. So I do feel not comfortable starting him because he's as um, yeah. How do you feel? I, I, I can't even. Yeah, I can't. I can't trust him. Yeah, uh, I'm staying away from that backfield. Devontae Parker, man, if he comes back, I feel like he's a lot in start. He had at least seven targets in the first four weeks. Uh, we saw Jalen Waddle break out last week. Uh, 13 targets this time. He actually did some with him. 10 catches, 70 yards, and two touchdowns. The Falcons are the weakest against the wide receiver points, giving up the 11th most. Fantasy points to the wide receiver um, position in the league. And if Parker is out, I feel like he's a lot to start of the week, probably type uh, play. Uh, Jaseki showed up big last week. We actually wanted to see him with Tua, and we saw him with Tua. He still had nine targets, eight catches, over 100 yards. The Falcons are getting up to 14th uh, most points uh, to the fantasy I mean, to the tight end position in fantasy football. So I think volume is a key for him. I think anybody like uh, that's a pass catching option, you can start against him like a, a viable pass catching option. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, that's all I got against that. I just want to say that I think that Atlanta, it feels weird to say this, but I think they're going to beat the shit out of the Dolphins. Um, mm-hmm. just, for the, just for the fact that they didn't take the bye after mm-hmm. London, bro. Who doesn't take the bye? Yeah, that was weird. Like, I was you know so I, mean? I was confused by how is it, you get a choice to take a bye. Yeah, I believe every team that plays in London has a choice to have their bye right after that week, which is the the right mm. thing to do. Or yeah, you, can, you know, push it back. But yeah, I, you see, three four teams playing in London so far. Three of them got a bye after the week after that. Yeah, week. So yeah. I just I just don't see them just being on a game like that. I could be wrong, but I think if I think I, I think Atlanta's going to be dead this week. A psycho scout. Um, shout out to you, man. Make sure you like and subscribe. We're on the way to 200. Uh, Brandon Cooks, I'm assuming this is, or D Hop. Man, they play each other. Man, it's hard. I'm, I'm just going D Hop, even though if I think they're going to get out by a lot, D Hop should be part of that, you know, hopefully. So, yeah, I'm I going think they're giving him the ball more now. Even though he's not seeing double digit targets, I still think like, they're involving him enough in the game plan too. I mean, either or flip a coin. They're not. They're not involving him like to what we're. I mean, used not to getting the, Yeah, yeah, just what bro. we used to you know see. I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. God, that's tough, bro. It, it feels weird to say Cooks over D Hop, but just off of volume, bro. Like he's he has a thirty-one percent target share still through but the, all but, these weeks. But, you have Tyrod Taylor coming back, so he should be for sure. Better. I don't know. Is that for sure? Is that a for sure thing? I mean, I he's are you breaking news? I'm saying, are you breaking I'm, saying news? I'm saying he's gonna be oh. coming back a bit like soon. Though, t- so. But he, I think this is for this week, though. This is what we're talking about. For, oh, for this week, yeah. Uh, they both Houston played the Cardinals. I, I literally have Hopkins one spot ahead of Cooks this week, so I mm. guess, yeah, I guess Hopkins. Hopkins is if you're playing matchups alone. If you need a safe floor, well, both of them, if you need it, I mean. Cooks provide a safe floor. He's been around 14. Hopkins got the biggest week. ceiling, I think. Right, and Hopkins got Definitely. the biggest ceiling, so. But I'm going Hopkins either way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. On to the next game. We got the New York Jets at the New England Patriots. Seven-point favorites. 42-point and a half over under. We've seen the uh, return or the, or the intro of the Mac, however you want to say it. You know what I mean? Return um, of the Mac. The uh, intro of the Mac, but it's like, like the intro because he like he ain't really like come back. So like this is introducing first time the far. Mac. Introducing the Mac, Once I like again because it. it's not his first game. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I do not like I do not like him against um this Jets defense. Even though the matchup looks like it's a, a matchup that you should start him. How you feel about it, Gerard? Yeah, like you said, the Jets are giving up twenty third um most points to quarterbacks or you want me to do the math and say the 15th fewest points to quarterbacks looking at that's not hey, the man. math <laughs> that, hey, bro, that was number, crazy bro. and i was not I was, hey 
Uh, all right, well, I'm two out. Three third balls for the 15th viewers. Which one is it? <laughs> Wait, so well, he said it five. so confidently, bro. That was crazy. I was off by six. It's nine. All right, yeah. yeah I was off by six. So, but yeah, it's this won't be. You always got to add an extra. Like oh 32 God, minus bro. 23 is nine, and you add one. That's that's the 10th fewest. So oh this would be God, uh, bro. This, this man month. said I was off by six, not by one. You said I was just off by six. <laughs> I was just <laughs> off by six. <laughs> that's it, bro. That's it. That's it. But yeah, uh Mac Jones is playing well oh in real life, God, but it bro. hasn't been resulting oh to great God, uh fantasy production. This won't be a high volume passing game. You can sit that guy. Um, Damon Harris had his best game last week with over 100 in, uh, yards and a TD. He has scored touchdowns in back-to-back games while averaging four yards per carry. Damon Harris is a star, as the Jets have allowed the second most points to fantasy running backs. Um, Ramadre Stevenson is someone to watch. He led the running backs in targets last week with three and catching all on for 39 yards. So I don't know what happened to Brandon Bowden. Is he taking over Bowden? No, either. I started Bowden. I started Bowden and I had Ramadre on my bench. Yeah. Cool me. Right. Right. So I would just watch and see what happened. Definitely want to stash Ramadre if you can, bro, because it just, it literally makes sense for him to be the guy, bro. Like he is probably the better running back just on paper. I know Harris is getting the volume now, but he has injury concerns. He's been fumbling. Ramondre is that big body back that can run the ball, and he's also can pass, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he can catch out. Yeah, he, he got a hand. Or he can catch. He yeah, that's so. what he came into the league as. A, it just makes this makes sense for. So you definitely want to stash him everywhere you can. I can do. Big body bends. Uh, Jacoby Myers, he leads the team in targets with 52. The next closest is Aguilar with 30. Uh, Jacoby is a much start each week in the flex position or even wide receiver three sometimes. But this week you should have better options. Um, the Jets defense has allowed no touchdowns with the fewest points to wide receivers this year, which is not a problem because Meyer doesn't score. Even not when he problem. does score, it's a prank, <laughs> you know. Nah, but but he has the worst score, luck, bro. He just right, when he did score, it was a flag on the play. So it's like, wow, that's crazy. But, yeah. Hmm? So, and um, week two, the Jets held Myers to 7.8 points. Um, he's worth uh, nothing more than a flex play this week because of due to the volume. I wouldn't start any other wide receivers. They're all booming. Bust, Hunter Henry, and Geno Smith. Henry has scored in three straight games and building chemistry with Mac. In that span, he has seen at least 15 targets, but only went on 35 yards in those three games. So, therefore, he is TD dependent, but Mac's favorite red zone target. He's a start against the Jets, giving up the 10th most fantasy points to tight end. Jonu is off the start right now. You can sit him. You could probably even – I wouldn't drop him. I would hold on to him just in case something happened to him. You got a TikTok but, coming your way, sir. Gee. Uh, chill on my butt, Jonu. <laughs> oh, boy, you got one coming hot and ready. Yeah, I got someone oh. that's out of the ball. Um, huh? I just think it would be pretty ironic if – uh, Jacoby scores his the first ne- touchdown the next beat the, the Super against the the defense that hasn't allowed a receiving touchdown. It would just be so poetic. So, right. just throwing that out there. So, you know, say the next, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Huh? I it's ironic. I had the boom. She had the chronic. The Lakers beat the Supersonics. But uh, Zach Wilson. Y'all know what that is? Um, wait, wait, wait. Y'all don't know what that yes, is? Yes, bro. Okay. No, okay, I don't. Okay. I don't. Right. That's crazy. Know. Carlos, you do know what that is. We I heard it. I can't think of it, though. It's ice cube, it. bro. Okay. Huh? Yeah, okay. I said it's, it's ice cube. Today was a good day? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's ice cube. <laughs> okay. I, I, agree, I agree with Javar, and then and we said, huh? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Javar old trap. I didn't know. I don't know the words. Where I don't know that song word for word, but I do know that. We should know it, bro. It's a great song. I just know it's West Coast vibes. That's all I know. But uh, Zach Wilson is a never start. You never start a rookie quarterback against the Patriots. Wilson put up right. (laughs) Patriots put up seven point uh, around eight points to the Falcons in a cupcake defense. So I mean, Wilson put up around eight points to the Falcons cupcake defense. So you know he'll sit almost every week. If we middle of the road, bro. Right, and passing and pass for the quarterback. He ain't rushing the ball, bro. The quarterback passing the ball. Got, all right, our cupcake secondary. 
Okay, that's better, Gabe. All right, Michael Carter is the only name worth mentioning in this backfield. The last two games he's played, he got at least 50% of the snaps while averaging at least 13 touches and one TD. With buys and injuries, Carter first a desperate flex play against a defensive line of 19th most uh, points to running back. So if you're in a pinch, um, I guess you can put Carter out there, but he, he's a desperate play this week. Um, Corey Davis has seen at least seven targets and 40 yards in the last three games. Um, he had caught three of Zach Wilson's four TDs this year. Davis is a wide receiver for it with limited upside until Zach Wilson can get his act together. Crowder is seeing a heavy dose of targets since returning from injuries. In the last two games, he's um, only second to Davis by one for most targets on the team and scored one of Zach Wilson's TDs. So Zach Wilson, out of four TDs, Zach Threum has went to Corey Davis and one of them to uh, Jameson Crowder, and Jameson Crowder on the play two games. So uh, like Davis, Crowder is, uh, Crowder is a wide receiver four with limited upside this week. And that's uh, pretty much it. Now, those guys don't even play a tight end. I disagree. I'm not starting nobody on the Jets. I mean, with the bots, yeah, I mean, yeah, in a, in a normal week, yeah, but like with yeah, the bots and the injuries, these guys going to be starting somewhere on somebody's team. Not on mine. Yeah, Corey Davis, I wouldn't mind starting him. Or Michael Carter's a little more sketch, but his, his snap percentages and opportunity has been rising. So I guess you can roll him out there because of so many buys and injuries, but. I keep telling y'all that number one option on the. the who's office. the number one? Corey Davis, we saw what he happened last time oh. he walked his ass up, up up there. He got his ass shut down. They already been there. We already seen this game before. This not the game's not changing. They played them already this year. Yeah, yeah, they played them, but Crowder was like that ass. Zach Wilson had two fantasy points. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Damn, I didn't think I, you. Damn, I, I forgot about Man, that. We've seen this game. Why they play? Like, why they playing the two division games already? Goddamn, that's crazy. <laughs> hey, we've seen this game, bro. We've seen it. That's all I'm saying. I wouldn't do it if I was y'all. Um, so hold on, let's uh, let's let's go through some uh, names then, because it's easy, it's easy to just say don't play them, but you know. See, so we got uh, McCall Harmon, McCall Harmon, or Corey Davis. At this point, uh, I'm going McCall Harmon because I think uh, Corey Davis' floor is just so low that I feel like you know that boomer buzz. At that point, you're looking for a boomer buzz if you're between them two. If you ask me. I think uh, I would go with McCall there. Yeah, he, he been uh, shot. Corey Davis or Robbie Anderson? Mm. Corey Davis. Wow. Robbie, Robbie Anderson, Anderson got like 11 targets. targets and only caught two on for 11 yards. Yeah, that boy, <laughs> that boy <laughs> nasty, boy. I ain't messing with that, boy. I'll go with Corey Davis there as well. Yeah, that's great. Uh, one more, Corey Davis or Allen Robinson? I might. Allen Robinson got a good matchup this week. You, and it's I, I might roll him out there, bro. Yeah, I'll go Allen Robinson too. You so know, the last dance for that No, the last hey, chance is already gone. You can tell me it's the last hey, day. No, that's the last over. dance for that boy Robinson, but it's the last day. He did not bro. want to be there no more. He is out of there, and I'm out of there. With he had him. an okay game last week, right? Right, but yeah, he, look, he looked like he wanted to play last week, but shit, I think he was just playing the Packers. They were just was a heated little game, but. He don't want to be there. I don't want him to be trying out for him. Right. Hey, look what I can do. Mooney leading the team in targets and usage right now, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, that is who I would start. I was starting uh, Mooney for sure. You know that game? Yeah. No Jets. Um, on to the next game. We got two and a half point favorite Carolina against the Giants uh, over under four and a, 42 and a half points. Uh, we got Sam Donald looking like ass again yeah um what the hell <laughs> happened well i do know what the hell happened um so yeah of course he he did average 22.7 through the first four weeks and he dropped down to 10 points over a game over the last two weeks a couple factors contributing contributing to that four interceptions over the last two weeks after throwing just three in his first four games and then the big thing is he had a lot of touchdown deodorant through those first four games Scored five touchdowns and then he hasn't scored at all over the last two weeks. So we all know how how fickle rushing touchdown or just scoring touchdown periods are. Like if it's not a passing touchdown, so mm-hmm. with him not doing that, of course his floor is going to come down. He's still rushing the ball. 
um, which is good, but we knew the touchdown regression was bound to hit. New York Giants are allowing the uh, six most points to opposing quarterbacks, so he can be started, but it is a low over under of 42 and a half. So, I'm, you know, in QB one late, one QB leagues, I'm not touching them, but I still think he's okay in uh, super flex leagues. So, a French starter for me. As far as the other guys, uh, another start I had or a start I do have is uh, Chuba Hubbard. Since CFC went out, he's averaging 21 opportunities and 90 scrimmage yards, giving you a top 36 week and two top 24 weeks. So he's definitely not CMC, but he is getting all of the Russian opportunities, 53 rushes um, over that span where he's starting compared to just seven for Royce. Um, so he's an every week start as long as CMC remains out and he gets a great bump this week in a matchup against the Giants who are allowing the fifth most points to running backs. So fire uh, hover up with confidence. Uh, another French start I got, we were just talking about him is Robbie Anderson. So the good news is he's averaging a 20, he has a 25% target share since CMC has been out. The bad news is he's only averaging three catches for 29 yards and six 0.7 half PPR points per game. What they do that at though? Uh, and like you said, the guy had 11 targets last week for 11 yards, man, which is pretty impressive. Like, how do you average one yard per catch? And it being 11 catches, bro. I see if it was like two catches for two yards, bro. But uh, yeah, that's that's gross. Uh, the Giants present a nice matchup for him, allowing the 10th most points to opposing running uh, receivers. But it's just hard to trust uh, someone that has shown us very little. With all of the players on buy this week, you might have no choice but to start him, but he's no means a must-start, even with the volume he's seen. On the other side of the ball, uh, we have the Giants. I'm starting uh, Devontae Booker if um, Saquon is out. He didn't have a great game last uh, week, but his usage was encouraging. 12 rush attempts, but that was an 80% uh, rush share. The Giants just fell behind early, so they had to throw the ball basically the whole game to uh, try to catch up with him. Caught all four of his targets for 28 yards. Carolina is tough against uh, opposing running backs, allowing the seventh fewest to the position. Um, they're only, but the thing is, the Giants are only two and a half point underdogs, and the spread is low. So I think this uh, Vegas is expecting this game to remain close, and so I think that will allow uh, Devontae Booker to stay involved all game. So another one of those volume plays. Not really expecting like a big blow up game, but the volume should keep him uh, relevant this week. He let me down last week. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. Eight points ain't bad for you know, a running back. Shit. I mean, Baby, can't, are you can't, can't get greedy, bro? You gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be grateful for what you get, bro. You know what I'm saying? Santa Shepard, another start. Uh, with Galladay and Tony going out early last week, Shepard slid right back into that target hog role. Ten catches on uh, fourteen targets for seventy-six yards. Now averaging eleven targets in his three full games and fifteen and a half uh, PPR points per game. Hasn't finished lower than wide receiver 21 this year, and he has a plus matchup against A.J. Boye, who is allowing an 85% catch rate this year. Uh, so he's a solid wide receiver, too. Uh, Evan Ingram is a sit. Uh, with so many injuries, you would think that he would be more, like, you know, useful in this in this offense, but it's just not the case. His finishes last, last three weeks are 23, 11, and 30. Uh, the week he finished 11th, he scored seven and a half points. So that just shows how horrible tight end landscape is these days. Um, so he's never been the most efficient player, but he's always thriving on volume. So and he's not getting that. He's only averaging five targets a week. And it's just not enough to trust him as a starter. So I'm sitting um, Evan Ingram and possibly dropping him in redraft. Um, French player I got is Daniel Jones. He had easily the worst game of his uh, season last week. Didn't think he would light it up against the Rams, but I didn't see him stinking it up like that. He also didn't rush much, but he was coming off a concussion, so that may have something to do with it. Before going out to a concussion in week five, he posted three top 12 finishes in his first four games, so I'm willing to give him a pass for last week. Uh, Carolina is allowing the 13th most points to quarterbacks so far, so I'm willing to throw him back out there as a QB2 and Superflex, but understand if you need to see it first before throwing him out there in a one QB league. Um, so, uh, his weapons and, uh, the injuries weapons are depleted with injuries. So that's another reason to maybe cool off on him this week, but in QB or super flex leagues, I'm cool. with start him as a QB two. Yeah. I'm still trying and to, pivot. I'm still trying to pivot in QB two leagues from him. But like you said, the last escape. So ugly. 
Yeah, it, gonna, it definitely, uh, leave a, it definitely leave a bad taste in your mouth. Like you know, starting him last week and then you know possibly starting him again this week. But I mean, the first five weeks before he went out to that concussion, bro, he was uh, he was he was playing pretty well. So he was Lamar Jackson. <laughs> if you, Javante, Jonathan. How you know that's why I was going with it. No, Donovan, uh, I wasn't even gonna say that. I was about to talk about Donovan Mitchell or some shit like that. You don't even know what I'm about to talk about. Uh, anyway, shout <laughs> what's up, um, make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, should I just stick with Miles Sanders for running back at four, running back two? I hate Miles Sanders this year, or should I get D Johnson, Herbert, A Collins? Murray, E. Mitchell, or J.D. McKissick have a lot of options. Are you saying you're going to drop him, or like, what you mean? Yeah, I wouldn't drop him for any of those But if you could drop somebody else, I wouldn't mind picking up McKissick. In this order, I wouldn't mind picking up Herbert, McK- uh, Herbert or Mitchell, I don't care which order, and then McKissick. Everybody mm-hmm. else is like on short short term. Well, would you? I think what he's asking is, would you start any of those guys over Miles Sanders? Now, nah, Miles Sanders has a great matchup this week, bro. If the offense coordinator and the head coach do not run the ball this week, they dumb. They playing Tampa Bay, which is a fun. No, they not. They playing. I'm tripping. They. I like Herbert this week. Nah, yeah, Herbert plays. Williams coming. That they play Tampa Bay. Right, Herbert yeah, plays. Williams. So is official. David Williams gonna be back. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not yeah, official, yeah. but I mean, if he was vaccinated, he should be back. If he was on yeah. COVID, I mean, uh, got him vaccinated too. So if, if he, he should back, be back, gotta too. be back. All right, cool. Well, if yeah, Damian Williams gonna be back. I don't like Herbert as much, so I'm, I would stick with Sanders over all those guys. Uh, That's the thing with maybe, Sanders, man. He looks, he looks yeah. good when he gets the rock, bro. It's just they're not involving him like that. But I mean, for him to to be that efficient against Tampa Bay last week, man, like. And the right idiot. They're idiots if they don't give him more touches, bro. Because that's a tough rush right. defense, and he looked good. Idiots. Touches, Sanders, uh, I mean Sanders. The Eagles play the Raiders, and the Raiders are lined the ninth most, uh, the sixth most points to running backs in PPR leagues. So, if they don't get the like, it's a tunnel defense. You can run on them, but you can't really. I mean, a funnel defense. You can run on them, but you can't really pass on them that well. So if they if they don't run the ball this week, bro, they need to fire everybody on that team. Uh, that brings us to the end, man. Short week. Um, we got part two coming on Friday, like always. Um, if you haven't subscribed, make sure you subscribe. If you haven't told nobody that you did subscribe, make sure you tell somebody that you subscribe, so then they can subscribe too, because then that'll be cool. You know what I'm saying? I think everybody should subscribe because then it happens. Hey, like, everybody. It could be like a subscribing party. But anyway, man, um, Thursday night football, make sure you put your players in the non-flex positions. I always don't do that for some reason. Bro. <laughs> I know. I'll be noticing that shit. It'd be, be so, it's too many leagues, bro. It's too many of them. You know, you know what I mean? Many. Where Kanye is like just shaking his head. That's how I be looking at it. Like, it's too many of them. And then in my head, like I'd be looking at them and then I'd be like, all right, I'm going to do this. And then I never go back to it. And I get, Are you going to get that Kanye I'd be like that's a crazy. fucking like a squirrel. That's crazy that you don't be having anxiety about that shit, bro. Cause I look not not just specifically for moving flex players out of there on Thursday night, but just the fact that we are in so many leagues. Like I literally before Thursday night and Sunday morning, like I have to go through all my leagues to make sure I'm not missing somebody, bro. Cause it's just too many, bro. Right. I feel like it's so easy to miss somebody, bro. So. so much shit. It's so many people. Props to you for not having that problem that I have because so many yeah, I gotta shit. it's been 15 minutes making sure everything's straight. Bro. I check every day. I'd be like, oh, he ain't practiced two days in a row. Let me take him on out. Uh, just <laughs> every day. <laughs> uh, we got one last question before we get out of here. Uh, shout out to Clapped Ease. Make sure you like and subscribe, bro. Uh, T. Higgins or Odell Beckham this week? Ooh. Odell Beckham. I mean, no, I like Case Keenum might I mean, target Odell Beckham a lot more. Than I actually that. do like. I like him more if Case. What Case? If he plays, I like him. You know, more this week than I would have if Baker was playing. So, but I would still go T Higgins over him. Man, T Higgins got an ugly matchup. Yeah, T Higgins matchup is nasty. It's just a Thursday night where Case Keenum is just. But I do believe if he is playing. Uh, he might. I don't know. I don't know, bro. That's 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 never that's in doubt. Thursday's out. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, my boy, but 
Just plug in T Higgins and roll yeah, with it. Just, yeah, roll with it. See what happens. All right, one more last last question. Uh, I can't even say that. Viver Ryan. Make sure you like and subscribe. Appreciate um, you. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the question. Uh, should I trade Amari Cooper and Daryl Williams for Jamar Chase and Damian Harris? I think I might do that. I think I, I might do that too because Daryl Williams is he looks like he should be the starter, but he's probably just a back. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Until yeah. Ceh comes back, and then Amari Cooper hasn't been like non-tradable this year. And if I'm getting Jamar Chase and a, like a RB one for the rest of the year, this is how I feel Chase, about it. If if you're if you need a receiver upgrade, then I would go with Jamar Jamar Chase um, over Amari Cooper. If you really need a win this week, though, I, I think I would go. Well, no, nah, never mind. If you, I, I like it even if you need a win this week because Damian Harris is playing the Jets, bro, so he should mm-hmm. beat this week. So, yeah, I like that trade. I would do that. Yeah, I like it. I, yeah, I feel like Amari's not going to get all those targets we're used to him seeing. Now they're trying to follow, follow him to the CD and run with Zeke. And Schultz. Yeah, my boy. Gunshots. Um, For everybody, man, I got to get up out of here. My cousin's birthday. I'm supposed to be there at 8 o'clock, but I'm here. You, you wearing uh, that shirt? No, 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 not I'm gonna show your mama this video. Look, I'm gonna show your mama this video. <laughs> she probably gonna think it's like Donald Trump or something. Like, get that chain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no, no, no. She's gonna call you by your government and everything, bro. Oh, no, no, no. She's gonna call you by your government. Hey, man. Shout out to everybody. We see y'all Friday. We out. Peace. Peace. Yeah, it's-